0: So we're going to open it up for some uh, some a little Q and A, a little time to just uh, to talk about this and, and we won't have a ton of time, but uh, we got about maybe 10 minutes or so we'll We'll, we'll try to do our best um, to to unpack anything. and you, please know that anything's on the table, our personal lives, our story, where, how we practice this, um, theological questions, et cetera and uh, and we'll do our best to try to get to those. Yeah Al, so we've got a microphone coming around before you before you start asking. Yeah.
1: So hospitality
0: is work uh-huh. and yet spending time with friends and loved ones is important and could be part of Sabbath as well so how do you how do you jive those really good um, Well, two things one, Sabbath is a communal experience so look all the introverts in the room. You may need to find rest by being alone for a period of time on, uh, on a weekly basis. And that's good, and that's okay, right? But often, um, you know, for us, for Sabbath, we'll have people over our home for dinner. So we'll cook a big meal on, fr- on Friday night, and, uh, and we'll invite people to come break bread and to have that kind of inaugural meal with us. Um, we, we have times with people, friends. Uh, that we see that pop in on us. We had some friends pop in on us yesterday uh, during our day of rest that just came and, and visited with us for two, three hours. Um, so it is not a time to hide away, to squirrel away from the world and people, right? Because we are the image bearers of God and we find that in community, right? Uh, but you know, you're gonna have to figure out where the balance of that is, right? Do you, fill your, do you pack your schedule? That's probably not going to feel like rest for you and your spouse, maybe. Maybe your spouse runs a different way than you. You're going to have to wrestle with some of that stuff. I can say for Rachel, she cooks most of the meals throughout the week. On, on Saturday, I typically just take over food duties because the kids got to eat. We got to eat. She does a great job of cooking a big meal on Friday so that we just kind of we keep feasting on that throughout the day the next day. <laughs> um, but I get up. I make the kids breakfast. Um, This this week, I made them pancakes and extra syrup, and they all come into the kitchen. The ways of God are sweet. The ways of God are sweet because we've trained them, right? I train them on Sabbath morning. I give them something sweet, and I ask them, why do I give you something sweet? And they say, because the ways of God are sweet because I want them to know, man, the way of living in the way of Jesus, it's good. This is a good way, right? Um, So they all got breakfast that morning. So there's still work to be done. There's still things that you have to get to. Um, but as best you can, I think, you're, you're trying to remove the have-tos. Does that make sense? Um, so, hope that helps. Yeah, Jan, right next to him. All right, Jan. We've got a duo. Duo question. So many questions. Sorry.
1: Um, I mean, there is a paradox in what you're talking about. There's a tension between discipline and labor. Mm-hmm. So and so I do have so many questions, but I'm gonna stick on this one which cause up came earlier in what you were talking about. Um, and specifically in relation to Hebrews three, that scripture. What does it mean to disobey rest?
0: Mm-hmm. Really, good. really good. Do you want to take that one?
1: Uh, you may not have an answer, that's okay. Yeah, no. So a lot of the discipline think about it like um I'm not a big, like, weightlifter or anything, but I think we all are familiar with weightlifting people, yeah? (laughs) Um, (laughs) There's, you go and you you lift weights, right? That's the practicality of it. And then as you get into the practice of it, you start to learn little nuances about um, what I should eat or how much water I should drink or how many hours... I need to sleep to regenerate my muscles. I might be making this stuff up. But um, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I should stretch too maybe so I don't get too bulky. um, And then you start to get into this rhythm of what's producing what you're you're expecting it to produce. And then one day you have like a cheeseburger and you realize, "Mm, that was a little bit anti my practice of, lifting or a, I don't know maybe that's a really bad example but so in you feel the difference though. you feel it and then you feel it are right? you like oh that didn't sit well and that just put me back mm-hmm. that messed up this week for me mm-hmm. like my gains or losses whatever <laughs> so I think in the same way the discipline is sabbath there's all these nuances and they're particular to you and the way that God made you and the way that you function and your needs and You'll feel the spirit guiding you. You, really, you will, as you practice it. And you'll know, like, nah, that wasn't. Like, I would go online, and I would, like, window shop for all the things that I would want. And I just put them in my cart. I knew I wasn't going to buy, like, 95% of it. But Maybe 98% I, of it. But,
0: yeah.
1: but it's not true. <laughs> 73 (laughs) but um but I thought that that was restful I did right but there was something in me that was like this isn't producing anything except for the desire to want more or to be dissatisfied and and then I would get to like 6 p.m. and I'd be kind of like funky or short and wasn't rested in my spirit and so in that way, I was being disobedient. Mm-hmm. I, was diso- I was disobeying that invitation or that space to mm-hmm. really rest and center myself on God.
0: Yeah. Nice I'll say this. It is a, we've been at this for about six years now. Wow. And it's a, it's a practice. And, and what she talked about, you know, that it gets harder before it gets better. Like, there have been many Sabbaths where we've come out of it fighting. You know what I mean? Tired. And tired. Especially early on because we're trying to figure out how to do this with kids and together and her approach and my approach and what's, you know, all the, where, where's rest lie and how do, and, uh, and it's taken years and it's still evolving, but, but, um, but we're definitely in a way better place now, but it's a practice, it takes time to find that balance, to find some of that rest. So uh, Tom and then, and then uh, Zoe. Well, the idea of contemplation sounds kind of theoretical and ethereal. I'm a visual and auditory person, so what does that mean to really do that, and what are some practices we can do to really contemplate God? Because that doesn't really mean anything to me. I don't understand what even you're saying. Okay, yeah, thank you. Um, So a couple things. Uh, The idea of contemplation is just to give your attention, right? So one way of thinking about worship is you worship whatever you pay attention to. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. You worship whatever you pay attention to. So on Sabbath, you intentionally pay attention to God. So I have different books I read, um, the meditation literature. Meditation we, music in the house. I put on music in the house worship music, we watch The Chosen on set, like we intentionally go, we're going to give our attention to God today. This is why it's a discipline. It's not just a day off to take a nap and forget the world. It is a day to intentionally delight and contemplate and find your rest in God. The things of God. The things of God. Does that help? Yeah. So that may look differently for everybody. Yeah, Zoe. And... Yay. Um.
1: I'm so glad that we were talking about this. Um, so a question I've been thinking about for a while about sabbath is i feel like for the first like however long i've been a disciple years 8 years of my spiritual life i've been trained to take very seriously the urgency of god's mission that we're supposed to be seeking and saving the lost and making disciples mm-hmm. and taking care of the alien orphan and widow and that there's so much work that yeah. god really cares about and yeah. really wants us to be striving towards and so i feel also a tension between why does God want us to do all this stuff and rest? How do, I, how do I do what he wants me to do if he wants both of those things? Um, yeah. So just, I'm just curious what your thoughts are.
0: Yeah, so um, one kind of rule of thumb is you cannot give away what you do not have. And if you are running it 24-7 and you're filling every inch of your schedule, um, there's no way that you're filling up with God. Um, you you will be able to disciple and, and teach people rationally what it means to follow God. Like you can walk them through a series of scriptures and teach them how to agree with certain things and even change some aspects of their life, but you will not be able to give away who you are and train them in the way of Jesus, which Jesus was full. His mission, he was he had space. He had space to be interrupted. He had space for his schedule to change. He had space to give. Now, um, I think that's one thing. The second thing is this: is that um, Jesus is really clear about this throughout the throughout the Gospels. In fact, this is what Jesus does seven times throughout the Gospels on Sabbath: is he heals people. Right. Mm-hmm. And Sabbath had become such a uh, rigid, you know, in or out justification kind of practice for the Israelites. And, and he comes and says, just like I've said about the law, you've heard it was said, but I tell you, right? You've heard it was said, don't murder your brother, or don't murder, right? But I'm telling you, don't even be angry. He says, I'm also Lord of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Let me help you understand what this is about. Mm. And then he he goes, it's it's right to do good on the Sabbath. So again, Sabbath is not this selfish thing, Mm -hmm. right? Um, There is, I was... Look, I, there's, I'm a part of a board, a European missions board. And I spent four hours on a Zoom call on my Sabbath this week. That Zoom call happens three times a year. Um, it's not my regular practice, right? Uh, it is not restful for me. But sometimes your donkey falls in a pit, right? And you've got to pull that donkey out on Sabbath. Sometimes you know I've had situations. Look, I had a situation one time. I was uh, there was a guy who was studying the Bible, and uh, friends of mine they go, "Hey, he's uh, he's ready to count the cost and get baptized." Uh, And I know it's your Sabbath, but I'm coming over to pick you up. (laughs) Okay, Okay. you know what I mean? Like it's still right to do good. Like and in fact, intentionally resting should give you more space to be interrupted and and participate. I don't schedule. Hardly anything on my Sabbath. Does that make sense? Unless it's intentional, relational, delight, fun, that kind of stuff. I really don't. But, but man, sometimes your donkey falls in a pit. Sometimes you know, somebody needs healing. It's still right to do good. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, yeah. I'm sure something about that?
1: Yeah. One of the benefits of the discipline of Sabbath is that it reorients the rest of your week. And you have to be way more intentional. That's right. In your, in your life. So it makes you more disciplined six days out of the week because you know that on that day, you're not going to work. You know that on that day, you're going to intentionally focus on and delight in God. And so what it's done over the last six years is it's produced... I'm not like a... I don't like to super prepare ahead. I like to like fly by the seat of my pants but this has really helped me mature in you're a mom of four donkeys that often fall in a hole. <laughs> There's a lot going on in your life. Um, if, I'm, if nothing's defrosted on Saturday, that's not going to be restful. You know what I mean? Like, it's, so it's helped me to learn how to prepare. Yeah. It's helped me to learn to be disciplined six days of the week and get what I really intentionally want to get done. So if I want to be in Jesus' mission then I need to be intentional about how I'm going to see to that six days of the week yeah. because my day of rest is coming on the seven.
0: Yeah, you get more, I get more done, believe it or not. And Taking a full it. day of rest, I get way more done six days a week. That's true. I have more to give. I have more to pour out, um, spiritually and physically. Um, I get more done. So one last question, then we're going to sing a song here before we close. Yeah, Cody. Um, so one of you had mentioned during uh, the service that we are not what we produce Um, and it jogged my memory to think about like you can tell a tree by its fruit Mm -hmm. um, and a tree like produces fruit Um, and I've heard a lot of people teach like oh like you're not studying the Bible with someone right now or you're not in studies um, like that's part of discipleship like are you being a disciple Um, so it's kind of just like confusing Uh, similar to Zoe's you know point like oh, we're supposed to be resting, um, and we should include that in our schedule. But we're also supposed to be, like, going out and sharing our faith. And that's, like, huge for campus. Like, we're yeah. really, like, pressed to do that. And so it can feel, like, confusing. And there's a lot of tension there. So I don't know if you guys have thoughts about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I love these questions because <clears throat> I feel like, and I'm not, like, I'm not picking on you, Cody. But I just feel like it exposes, like, Jesus is, like, rest. And we're, like, mm-mm. <clears throat> No, you know. Like, <laughs> I want you to rest. I can't. I got to work for you. I just And I share that, like not making fun. Like that's what I felt too and it's yeah. just yeah, such yeah. it's just it's so interesting. But I I would start by asking like, do I really share my faith every single day?
0: Or am I in a Bible study every single day? Am I in day? a Bible
1: study every single day like really? Um maybe you are. No. Okay. So if the answer answer is no, then why can't we let go of that have to on a day that God's offering to replenish us so that we can do those things? That's, That's one. And then we're not what we produce. A good tree is known by its fruit. The fruits of the spirit are our character, are the things that we produce and in, in who life. we are. Right. Like, it doesn't say the fruits of the Spirit are, um, you have, you're, you're the greatest lawyer that's ever lived, you know, you've, like, ended world hunger. No, it doesn't say those things, right? It says that you have peace and self-control and that you're kind and you're loving. Yeah. Um, if we're running 24-7, even if you baptized 15 people in the last semester, my guess is that you're not going to be the most, like, temperate, loving, self-controlled, generous brother. Right. Right. I'm not, and I'm not saying you, it's general, right? Yeah, so I think first, we, I think we really need to wrestle like why if God's given us this gift, are we so resistant to it? He's not even telling us to go do something extra. And we're like, but you, but I have to please you. And he's like, just lay down, you know, I'm like stop. Yeah. I just think that's so interesting. It baffles yeah. me how we're like that
0: great question thank you Yeah, it 's a tension for all of us. I think the other thing i 'll just say is we we're so um, we create these dichotomies in our minds all the time it 's either this or it 's that and i I think we we have to wrestle with that right? that god 's not a tyrant if you can 't live with nuance if you can 't grow in maturity in the nuance and the complexity and the the broader expansive You know, spectrum of what God's up to, then you treat God like a tyrant, Mm -hmm. like like He's giving you rules, and I have to either do this or do that. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? And uh, Jesus seemed to just push off all of that constantly, and so we're learning how to become more like Him uh, in that way, and and that's a wrestling match. But I think you'll find the answer, and tell all of us. Once you start practicing and wrestling with this, I think you'll discover more. And that's the idea, right? We don't have all the answers, but we've learned a lot over uh, six years of trying to create a weekly rhythm of rest. Um, So we're going to keep this conversation open. Please come talk to us afterwards or throughout the week. Uh, Look, I get that this is just a first pass at this conversation, right? Um, we're going to keep it in the water supply. We'll bring it back up again next year. We'll keep talking about rest because I'm sure many of us will be burnt out next year somewhere along the way. So love you guys. Let's stand. We'll sing one more song together.